Hallelujah. I want you to turn with me to John chapter 10 real quick. Out of all the Bible, I think John chapter 10 happens to be one of my favorite chapters. Because I've ministered so much about it in the past, even here, when I've talked about the voice of the Lord, when I've talked about the good shepherd. Uh, you know, I, I compare John chapter 10 and, and Psalms 24, 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I'm sorry. Psalms 23, where the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He making me to lie down in green pastures, and leading me beside the still waters. Although I walk to the valley of the shadow of death, I'll fear no evil, for the Lord is with me. Thy rod and thy staff, it comforts me. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. What a good God we serve. What a good shepherd we serve. Jesus is our good shepherd. Amen. I'm not preaching on the Good Shepherd tonight. I'm preaching about the Good Shepherd, but that's not what I'm preaching on. Amen. I want to talk about it. And I was praying, y'all, the other night and I, no, the other morning. And you know what? I heard a message from God. I heard the Spirit of the Lord speak to me. And I was telling Sister Jan, I said, we've heard it many times, the same thing we've heard it preached. Jesus is the way. <laughs> Listen to me. <laughs> But God's wanted to revive that in his church because we've drifted away from Jesus is the way. There's only one way. It's not my way, your way. It's not this church's way. It's Jesus' way. It's not the Catholics or the Baptists' way. It's not the Pentecostals' way. It's not the whoever's way. It's Jesus' way. I told a pastor a while back when I was talking to him, I said, you have to judge your church based on this word. Everything, if, 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 you, if, if what you're preaching don't hold a light to what this Bible says, it's not worth preaching. If you can't back it up scripturally, if you can't back it up in the word of God, why are you doing it? Well, it's what the people want. They want to hear good and sweet and nice things and gentle things. Listen, I ain't got time for that baloney. I'm going to be honest with you. I made my mind up, and sometimes it's going to be encouraging, but sometimes it's going to be rough. Because we as a church have to understand the correction of the Lord. This church has a long way to go. We're going to make it, y'all. I, I, I don't plan on giving up. I'm going to preach here if the Lord wants me till I die here. But one thing I will not do, I will not denounce the Holy Spirit. And I will not denounce Jesus as the only way. He is the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but through him. How straight is narrow is your road with the Lord? Is your road wide? Do you go many ways? There's no such thing as a Baptist God or a Catholic God or a Muslim God. Or There's Jesus. <laughs> Listen to me tonight, praise God. I'm going to tell you something. I might sound a little arrogant. I do have the only way. People say, well, how do you know what you're preaching is the only way? It is the only way. If I in Jesus, it is the only way. Get mad at me if you want. Because if Jesus said, I am the way, he is the way. Jesus said, I'm the truth and the life. He is the truth and the life. There's no such thing as three ways or seven ways. There's only one way. My God. I said, there's only one way. His name is Jesus. If that don't stir you tonight. Well, listen, I've, I had to repent, y'all. Because I found myself trying to go other way sometimes. And not necessarily leaving God or leaving Jesus, but trying to add on to what he did. Said, well, if I do a certain thing and act a certain way, then that makes me more saved. No, I'm as saved now as when I said, Lord, forgive me, for I'm a sinner and I need a Savior. I'm as saved as, as I am 
that I was whenever 30-something years ago, give my life to Jesus. Because of my salvation is not based on how good I am. That comes because I know Jesus. Hallelujah. Because it's the testimony of what I am in Christ. If I'm walking a holy and just life, it's because I've gotten close to Jesus. I fear God. I fear, I fear this mighty being we call God. But I, I can get close to Him and know that He speaks to me. He's my Father. Hear me tonight, praise God. I, I, if anything, He is my Father, little Lord. You hear what I'm saying? He's the one that loves me. He's the one that, that made the sacrifice for me. He's the one that's watching over me and taking care of me. Mostly, He made a way that I could be saved and know God as, as my Savior. Oh, Jesus, hallelujah. You got to forgive me. Because sometimes when the Spirit of God hits me, I, I got to pause a little bit. <laughs> oh, Jesus, man. I got to pause and, 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 and absorb that. I don't want to miss out on His Spirit presence anymore. I don't want to miss out on what He has to do and speak in my life. I want to feel His presence, Mom. I got two mom, my mom here, my mom. <laughs> Because Genesis and me and all calls each other daddy and mama. Just how we do it. Amen? He is the way. <laughs> One way to God. One way. If somebody ever comes to you and say, you know what? I believe that this is another way we can get to Jesus. Walk away from him or tell him the truth. There's only one way. Hallelujah. Let me read these scriptures to you. In uh, chapter 10, uh, I, I ought to be there, but I'm not. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just excited, praise God. It just encourages me to, to, to minister his, about this Jesus. I like chapter 10 of John, excuse me, because it gives a message. You'd have to read the whole chapter because he's dealing with sheep. You understand that? Uh, we are sheep. We, he, you know, sheep is about the dumbest animal to ever walk on this planet. I've heard a story, and they say if a sheep falls on his back, if you don't cut him, put him back on his feet, he's going to die there. And why God didn't call us a lion or, or a bear or something? Oof, you know. Why didn't he call us something with power? He called us dumb sheep. Because you know why? A sheep has to have a shepherd. Because if a sheep don't have a shepherd, he's going to be gone in the wrong place, the wrong pasture. He's going to, the wolves are going to get him, Brother Allen. If he don't have a... Man, hallelujah. If he don't have a shepherd, he's dead. He has to be in the... In the, in the corral of the, the shepherd. He has to be in, 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 in the field where the shepherd puts him. Like the shepherd can watch over him. My Lord. I need that shepherd. God help me. Man, I need the presence of the Lord. I need him watching over me. Every day. I don't need false religion. I don't need man's false hopes. I need what Jesus gave me. I am the way. I am the truth. I am the light. It's not his mother Mary. It's not Peter or John or Buddha or Muhammad. It's Jesus. 
I am the way. Prayer night, you look to him. And I'm going to tell you right now, he hears you. He hears you. Pray in faith. Seek him in confidence. Let him know, I need you, Jesus. You are the way. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said in verse 1, Most assuredly I say unto he who does not enter, and I'm reading from the New King James, he does not enter into the sheepfold by the door. Now watch. What? Who's the door? Jesus is the door. If you, you don't enter by the door, and I'm going to go ahead and read you. I'm going ahead of myself. By the door, but climb it up some other way. The same as a thief and a robber. So if you're looking to go some other way than Jesus, you're a thief. You're not going to get into that sheepfold calling on somebody else. You're not going to get to that, into that sheepfold depending on a religion or even depending on this church or on me. Jesus is the door, the shepherd of the, the sheep. He is the door. He's what you have to go through. He's the one you need to look to. He is the way, the truth, and the light. No man comes to the Father but by him. What does this mean tonight? Because sometimes we drift away from that. I'm telling you, I'm, I'm, I'm guilty just like the next guy. I forget who I'm praying to. I'm forgetting what he's doing for me. I'm forgetting. We seem to look everywhere else but him. We, run, we, need, we need money, we run to the bank. We need uh, a healing, we go to the hospital. There's nothing wrong with those things. I'm not knocking those things. But very seldom we look at our knees, Lord, I need this. I need you to watch over. I need your blessings in my life. I need you to heal my body. How many times we don't do it? Hallelujah. There's things that God has been speaking to me the last few months, especially. Son, you look to me. You look to me. Look to me. I am the way. I'm your answer. I'm your healer. I'm your provider. I'm going to take care of you. Look to me. I am the way. Hallelujah. I'm just taking my time tonight, okay? We ain't going to be that long, but I'm, I, just, I want us to absorb that. I want us to receive that. Because if we don't receive it, we're going to miss out on what God has for us. I'm going to be honest. I've gotten to the point where I don't want to hear junk on the TV anymore. I, I don't want to hear things that deter me from Christ. I was the biggest football fan. I think I, I've gave it up. I'm not, I'm not even messing with it. That's just nothing but idolatry. Just aggravates me. Just, it's just the world. And that's... And people say, well, I'm not judging people that watch it. Listen to me. This is my conviction, okay? I'm only telling you. It could, be the, it could be something else. It could be something else you're watching. It could be something you're allowing in your house. It could be somebody you, you're associating with, things that you don't want to let go. And Jesus is very warning us, listen, you better guard your heart. The only way you can do that is your eyes is focused on, focused on Jesus. Your eyes have to be on him. You have to judge everything based on him. He has to be your way. He has to be your truth. He has to be your light. Can't be no other way. Hallelujah. But he who enters in by the door is the shepherd of the sheep. Excuse me. To him, the doorkeeper opens, and the sheep hear his voice. And that's important right there. He calls his own sheep by name, and he leads them out. He knows Lanny's name. He knows Lloyd's name. He knows all of y'all's name. 
He calls his own sheep by name. And he leads them out. Hallelujah. Anybody getting this tonight? Praise God. I believe that's the Lord. He calls his sheep and he leads them out. Leads them out what? He leads them out to, to the pasture, Brother Allen. He leads them out where they can graze and, 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 and good nourishment. He's not going to never lead you astray to go feed in some pit, a hog pen somewhere. Hallelujah. He's going to give you a good field to, to, uh, to, to graze in. Hallelujah. He's going to give you a place where you can get nourished. There's not, nobody in this room that Jesus wants to see fail. But the number one thing that makes us fail is because we fail to trust Him. We fail to follow His leading. We fail to hear His voice. I right now, especially in the time we come in and we talk about the end times Sunday, at the times we're in right now, is we, ha- we better be hearing the voice of the Lord. How do you hear the voice? You just sometimes you shut your mouth and just listen. See, son, uh, the couple of mornings when He spoke to me that word, I would just listen. <laughs> I have a tendency... Janice is praying in the bedroom. I got, I'll go between my, my, my windows in my, my, my closets, and I have a window right there, and I press my head against that, uh, that window. And when you don't see nothing, God says a lot. You know, he speaks. I heard his voice. He said, son, you make sure to tell them I am the way. Listen to me tonight. He said, I am the way. You tell that ch- the church, I am the way. Tell my people. God loves everyone in here, and he wants to make, he wants to bless you tonight. He wants to bless you, and he's going to lead you, and God just, hey, listen, sometimes we, we upset the Lord. He has to correct us. I know I've been in the same boat. But I'm getting a little, little bit more clear on what he wants me to do. One thing he told me when I came here, make sure I get the glory. That's the thing he said. I mean, it ain't about me, y'all. Seriously, I'm glad to be here. I love this place. Sister Anthony, you know, Brother Allen, all, all in here, y'all know how I feel. I mean, the people that I saw here grow up in the Lord, those that passed on and went, went with the Lord, you know, passed on. And uh, I would hear a lot of preaching, a lot of, a lot of good stuff in here. And I never fell out of love with this place. You know, I left a little while. God has his reasons. But you know what? I'm coming back, and God told me before I got here, I'm telling you the honest truth. He said, you make sure I am glorified. And you make sure to tell the people there's only one way. <laughs> Listen to me. You're looking for an answer from the Lord. There's only one way. <laughs> You're looking for God to do something in your life. There's only one way. My God, I feel His presence. Church don't have to have a whole lot of people for God to move. <laughs> Tonight he's moving in this place. How many want to welcome his Holy Spirit in here? <laughs> How many want to welcome his presence in this place? Oh, Jesus. Oh, we worship you, Lord God. <laughs> God, we give you glory and praise and honor. Lord God, God you're, you're our way, God, the only way. God, move, Father God. Forgive us for our unbelief. Forgive us for not trusting in you, Lord Jesus. You are the way, the truth, and the light. Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn turn with John chapter 14 real quick. It's right there. My Lord. God, God. Hallelujah.
I am the way. I am the way. I am the way. I am the way. God, we need the way. Oh, God, we need the way. We need Jesus, Lord God. We need the Holy Ghost. We need the truth and the life. The beginning and the end, Lord God. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I am the way, the truth, and the light. And the life. No one comes to the Father except by me. He didn't say go to his mother. He didn't say go to Peter or Paul or John. He didn't say go to... He said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. Oh, my God. Oh, we need Jesus. We need Jesus. We need Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Oh, God, we need you, Jesus. We can't go to God without Jesus. You're wasting your time if you think you can live in faith without Jesus. You have to put him first. He has to be the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Turn with me to 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. God is good. Second Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. Oh God, help us. We need Jesus tonight. I don't know why he's telling me that. We need the way. Hallelujah, hallelujah. You know, I honestly believe that in the end times, God's not going to be moving in these mega churches because they're preaching another way. Paul has said, if somebody comes preaching to you any other gospel which you've not heard from us, let him be a curse. It's not the truth. When they start preaching prosperity, the Gospels, and start preaching all these strange things that are going out, it's going to move among a few. Many are called, but few are chosen. It's not going to be millions and millions and millions like we think it's going to enter into heaven. It's going to be very few. It's going to be those that love Jesus. Those that love the truth. <laughs> those that love the way. Those are the ones that's going to make it. It's going to be a whole lot of small churches like this one. That are going to hear the gospel. You're going to be surprised the lies that are going to be spreaded out in these last days. The deception that's going to go out there. If you keep this book before you, listen to me. If you keep Jesus before you, if you keep the way before you, you will not be deceived. Somebody comes and throws a verse at you, you better check it out. You better know who's talking to you. You better know what he's, where he's coming from. Well, you can believe, I, I'm going to tell you a true story. Me and Boogie was... A little bringing some dirt. I met up with a little, uh, a little apostolic preacher. And we started talking. I looked at him. I said, you know what? I said, I believe the cross is enough. He told me, I don't believe the cross is enough. I said, wow. 
says you got to have baptism. You've got to be baptized a certain way in a certain formula. He's deceived. Baptism is wonderful. Lord's Supper, all that's wonderful. But it doesn't save you. It's symbolic. The thing that he was denying, baptism is a, is a symbol of the death and burial and resurrection of Jesus. The very thing that you say you need to add to salvation has already happened on a cross. Nice little fellow. But he's, he's, he's deceiving people if that's what he's preaching. The cross is enough. What Jesus did at Calvary is enough. There's nothing more that we can add to that. It's already been, he said when he died on the cross, it is finished. He sealed our salvation. If we want to serve Jesus, it's there for us. We can go to heaven. Heaven's there for us. Because of Jesus. Not because of a man or a religion or a preacher or a priest or a pope or an evangelist. Not because of Jesus. I am the way, the truth, and the life. You're not going to heaven because of me. I told somebody, you're some shake a donkey's tail if you think that's going to happen. I can't save you. Uh, listen, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm going in myself. I'm, I'm seeking God. I'm only the pastor over here. And I'm here to help you, to, to understand what, I, what God wants you to understand. But I, I can't save you. Can't heal you. <laughs> we anoint you by the word of God according to the name of Jesus and you're healed. But that's because God said to do that. Now, I can't do it. I am, I'm, 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 I'm only a messenger. I'm not the message. Jesus is the message. He's the way, the truth, and the life. I'm going to keep repeating myself, but that's, we need to put that in our spirits. Amen. He is the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other. Verse 5 says, For there is one God. How many gods? One God and one mediator. How many mediators? One. What's a mediator? A mediator is like a lawyer. See, when, when, when you pray, God, the Lord Jesus, pleads your cause to the Father. Like a lawyer, a lawyer goes before a judge or a jury and tries to convince them that you're innocent. You understand that? Jesus is like a lawyer, so he goes to the Father and he says, he looks, he looks at all, he says, Father, I'm bringing this request. You know what's going on, but the blood has covered them. My blood has covered them. They've come to me for, for, for answers, and they come to me for repentance. And I'm taking this request to you, God. You are, listen, I am the way, the truth. I'm bringing my blood before you. I am I'm, I'm atoned for their sins. Jesus is your lawyer. Jesus is your defender. Jesus is your, 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 your ambassador to God. The mediator, the lawyer, he goes to God with your prayers and he, he brings your case before God. I bet we never thought of him like that. Every time you kneel and, you, and pray, he takes your request to the Lord. He said, whatever you ask the Father in my name, I'll do it. <laughs> Hallelujah, boy, ain't that wonderful. <laughs> boy, sometimes my life was messed up. And I've seen God come in and fix it. 
I'm going to tell you something. It's a miserable thing to live out the, outside of the will of God, even as a Christian, knowing better. It's better you don't know, and after you know to turn away from it. We want to live at peace with God. And Jesus is our mediator. There's one mediator between God and man. Who is it? Christ Jesus, who gave himself as a ransom for all to be test, to testify in due time. Now listen, he died on that cross that you don't have to go to hell. He died on that cross that you don't have to die sick. He died on that cross that your loved ones don't have to perish in hell. Whatever the need might be tonight, if you're struggling financially, God's a good God. He'll take care of you. I remember one time with our business, it was slow. I needed $1,700. I'm telling you the truth, brother. <laughs> Me and my wife prayed. Went to the mailbox, $1,700 and something dollars came in the mail. Didn't even know it was coming. It happened. <laughs> And it's more than that. It's many times over. We had some, you know, being in business for ourselves, you don't get a regular check like everybody. You got, you, you got to go get it. You know what I'm saying? And he's never failed. I've seen us go to the bottom, and God, you know, reminds us, I'll get you all back up. And he has it. He's, he's given us jobs. And I, I, I don't know how many loads of material I've moved by myself. By myself. Of course, I hired some time somebody, and, but most of the time I'm by myself, and he's never let me down to death, never. I watched people around us in the last couple of days die of sickness and disease, and I feel good. I'm not saying God don't love these people. Don't get me wrong, but that since I've been, I've been focusing on him and what he is, he's just not sitting up there in heaven just waiting for you to mess up so he can smash you with a stick. Or put, you know, he loves you. Man, he don't want to see a struggle. It's mostly in our faith. It's wonderful because I'm, I'm starting to feel his presence. I feel him speaking to me. That's more valuable to me than anything, man. I don't want to take it for granted. Seriously, I don't want to take it for granted that God is hearing us. Y'all hear what I'm saying? That God hears us when we pray. And it's only because we put our faith in Jesus. I'm almost finished, y'all. Y'all don't have to turn there, but there was a certain woman called Martha and Mary. You remember that story? And Jesus, Lazarus had died. Their brother. And Jesus had waited a few days because he knew what he would do. Because Lazarus died. And Jesus went to that he may wake him. Well, the disciples thought he was taking a rest. He must have known. No, he said he's dead. And he went over there to give a testimony to God's power. So when he went up, Martha met him. He said, Lord, if you'd only been here, my brother would not have died. He said, Mary. Said, I am the resurrection and the life. <laughs> Though he were dead, yet shall he live. <laughs> what did he tell? <laughs> we know the story he went, he rose the Lazarus. The more important that the point I'm trying to make is that he is the resurrection and the life. 
He didn't say to go to his mother. He didn't say to go to his disciples. He didn't say to go to... He said, I am the resurrection and the life. No man comes to the Father but through me. He is the way, the truth. There's no other way but Jesus. And we know how the story goes. Jesus rose Lazarus from the dead. You know? But the main point that I'm trying to bring out, he said, I am the resurrection and the life. There's coming a day, y'all, that Jesus is coming back. That's the hope we have of the church. He's coming back to get his church. Uh, he's going to, a lot of the dead in the grave that gave their life to Jesus before are going to come out. They're going to resurrect. They're going to come out of those graves glorified. See, them bodies that are born again in the back of this church, that, that are born again, are not going to stay in there. That's the promise of God's word. Paul said, the dead in Christ shall come first. But we which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. So encourage yourself with these words daily. Sister Monique, you're going to see Brother Ron again. You know that? Sister Risa, Brother Joe, Brother Coon, Brother Mike. A few of them that are behind that, buried behind. But they're not behind there. Their body's there. But God has plans for them people. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, man. God has plans. They're not going to stay there. I don't know how many of them are truly born again behind now. I know a lot of them are. But those that are born again are going to rise up to meet the Lord in the air. So shall we? who are we going to meet? The Lord. Who, who is the Lord? His name is Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. I am the resurrection and the life. There's a passage in Revelation uh, verse 1, 18. I'm just, you don't have to turn there. And I am he that, he that lived and, and was dead. Behold, I live, I am alive forevermore. And I have the keys of hell and death. Hallelujah. I, what he says? I am he that lived and was dead. In other words, he lived and he died on the cross. And now I live forevermore. I have the keys of hell. Listen, hell's going to be defeated. Death's going to be defeated. There will be no dying anymore when Jesus comes to set his kingdom up on this earth. There will be no more disease. There will be no more cancers. There will be no more. We won't have to depart from each other anymore. That's the hope. I believe that. Are you crazy, brother? I believe it. Listen, if I had to live the hope of the, the people out there who are living with no hope, hate and pride and anger and bitterness and destruction, I'd much rather believe this. And, it's, and, and I have that hope that he's coming back. Uh, I just quoted that out of 1 Thessalonians chapter 4, verse 17. We which are alive and remain shall be caught up to meet the Lord together in the air, in the clouds, to meet the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. When that's going to happen, y'all, we'll never be separated from Jesus. We'll always be with Jesus. Hallelujah. With who? With Jesus. The hope. The hope. The faith. The promise that he gave us. Amen? Hallelujah. 
John 17, 3 says, And this is the eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God. Jesus is saying this. And Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. This is the, the only way to get an eternal life is to know Jesus. To know God and His Son, whom He sent. To die for our sins. That's the only way. Now when I say, and actually Lloyd, you can put this on, on, on the podcast, one way. Jesus. That's all you have to put. One way. Jesus. Let that register in your heart tonight. When you go to bed at night, hear it in your spirit. One way. Jesus. We're not going to be preaching any other way but Jesus in this church. We're not going to be preaching any other way Jesus through the Holy Ghost in this church. It's not Lanny's way. It's not your way. It's not it's Jesus. One way. One more verse. Okay, and I'm going to read it for you. Well, I'm going to read two more. We all know this. For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him should not perish but have everlasting. Only one Son God has. God don't have 15 sons. God has one begotten. It means that's His Son. The only way. His Son. The only way you can make it to heaven is in His Son. One more verse and I'm going to close, okay? 1 John 4, 9 says, in this, the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. Amen. Thank you, Lord. You got something out of that tonight? I, think it, I, I believe it was the Lord. I really do. I think we need to... I want to encourage... I, listen, I want to challenge you, really. Spend time thinking about Jesus this week. Spend time realizing that He is the only way. There's no other way. God help us. We've gotten away from that. I'm not just talking about this church, but all of us. We've lost our vision of who Jesus is. We've placed Jesus as a religious symbol, as a religious object. And in a lot of ways, we're just committing to idolatry and, and we're not trusting in the true Jesus. We said, well, I'm going to heaven because I go to church. Coming to church is wonderful. God wants you in church, but it can't save you. See? I think saved people should be in church. I think saved people should come together. If, if you don't want to come together with brothers and brothers and sisters in the Lord, I doubt if you even know God. Because that's where you want to be. You know what I'm saying? You want to be among brothers and sisters. Are we all perfect? No. Are we going to get each other upset sometime? Yeah. If I get you upset and, and I say something wrong, pray for me <laughs> and tell me. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> but we're a body. I have five fingers on my hand. You know what? I have a pretty strong body. If I hit one of those thumbs, the whole body's going to feel it. I'm, I, I, listen, I've done it. Listen, I fell off my dump truck one day. I tell you what, I thought I was dying. I missed a step, fell straight on my back. I remember that. Man, I had to pray. I thought I broke, I might have had, broke my ribs and my, listen, I just slipped and my whole body came down on some limestone. And I mean, oh. And I didn't want to go to the doctor. My daughter, Hannah, she said, Daddy, you got to go to the doctor. I'm not going. Got to go. I ended up going because they made me go. But God, God healed me. 
I sat in that, 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 that room and I remember praying. I said, Lord, please. I can't have this. I can't have. And I was hurt. Listen, Brother Allen, I'm telling you, it wasn't it. Oh, you talk about, and you know, the doctor came, he actually me, said, I don't see nothing wrong. <laughs> oh, listen, I needed him. I needed him bad. I needed him bad. I flipped my, one of my dump trucks one day. My wife would tell you the whole story. I should have been dead. My wife cried when she saw that dump truck. It was so, so little friends were defracted or whatever you call them. It was all twisted. And I still see it. I could have, I was laying in the, and I'm, I'm, I'm sliding on the road. The truck's on its side and, and the road's right there. My arm would have got underneath that door to pull my arm off. Broke some little bones in my hands, my arm, my shoulder, my elbow, but I made it. I'm going to tell you a miracle. I still believe it today. That window, that I hit the ditch on the side, side and, and the window popped, but the window wasn't even there anymore. I, listen, I can't explain it. I should have cut my face off to shreds. And it was a split window. You know, two windows you know, separated by a, And no glass around the truck. <laughs> None. Not a broken point even on the window. The, gl the glass shattered. But it was gone. Isaac, my son, found the window leaning on the side of a tree. <laughs> I said, man, how did that happen? Jesus. And you ever got to the place, and I'm going to tell you something. You wonder where God's at. I, had, I was in that ambulance. It's like I felt numb. Didn't know how to pray. Felt like I worked so hard. And me and Sister Janice was trying to build that business, Brother Allen. And we had all our money tied up in that thing, man. And I said, what's the use? But you know, he rose it up again. Got us another truck. Now we got two of them. It's hard sometimes, but we have to work hard. But he never lets us down. He never, he, he, you know, he, he meets our needs. Man, I saw it happen. God is good. God is there. I want to challenge you tonight to ask God to speak to you, okay? And not necessarily right here today, but when you're by yourself, don't see much. Lord Jesus, speak to me. Father, speak to me in the name of Jesus. And stop and listen. Try your heart. Let him try your heart. Let him test you. Because he's going to make it right. If you're sincere in your heart, if you want to serve God with your life, he's going to speak to you. And I'll be honest with you, that I'm, I was wrestling with stuff a while back, and it seemed like I, was, I didn't know what God wanted. You know what I'm saying? When I left here a few years back, but I'm, I'm going to tell you, but I was angry. I was. Until I made my heart right, I, never find, I could never find a peace I need. My wife will tell you right now, I love this place. To death. Love the people here. I just, I just knew, you know, what God wanted.
you know what? And it took me a time. Sometimes you go through things, and, it, and there's a healing that takes place. I don't have no animosity toward anyone or anybody here. Not at all. I can, I can honestly say I, I forgave. I, I go forward. I was perfectly happy just encouraging people where I was at. But now I know he wanted me back here, okay? And I'm going to do the very best. I'm going to make a, a covenant, a promise to you. Listen to I'm going to do my very best to do what God wants. One thing I will not do is teach you another way. I'm like, that's just me, okay? It's just my convictions right now. Teach you Jesus. And not, never, not let the Holy Spirit be present here. Because if Jesus is not the way and the Holy Spirit is not here, we're just useless. It ain't going to work. Somebody down the street is going to say, those people preaching about Jesus. God is moving over there. I, I, my life's going to change. I, I need to run to that church and, and hear about Jesus. I need to run to Sister Brother Allen, Sister Hathor, all of us. Sister Monita, all of y'all. Just, I want to find out about church, Jesus. I want to know about Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus is the way.